My lords, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a Paul Carenza podcast, catching up as we are with different people in these crazy pandemic-y times. Hello, I'm Paul Carenza, delighted to be with you, uh, doing something a bit different with this podcast. If you haven't noticed for the last few episodes or so, I don't think that I know of anyone else really kind of doing this with the podcast. I'm basically treating a Paul Carenza podcast as a sort of channel where you can have a different variety of shows. So originally we had The Heptagon Club, which was meeting seven different guests every single episode. It was an editing nightmare. Uh, we had comedians with books, and now we have Catching Up with Different People. And this week I'm catching up with a very old friend of mine who I've known for over half my lifetime. I'm in Guildford. He's in San Diego. It's my old university buddy. We get into COVID and Trump and Brexit and try and glean his wisdom in these crazy days. Ladies and gentlemen, American Dave. Delighted to welcome to the podcast, to a Paul Carenza podcast. Do I call you American Dave or do yeah, I just you call can. you Dave? I don't no, know. You can call me American Dave. American Dave? It's American. He has a surname as American well. and I'm in America right now. So, so whereabouts in the great land of America? are you san diego san diego that's where i last saw you so yeah uh, i haven't i haven't moved no you haven't moved literally in the same position again leaning against the same wall just you know it's been it's been (laughs) quite there's the same wall probably is well you know we we spoke briefly for a podcast of mine a while ago i think um and it was at least one pandemic ago i'm sure yeah it was before like a week before trump was elected it was. You know, I knew I knew there was something momentous. I couldn't place what yeah. it was. I thought, wasn't it a pandemic? No, it was Trump. That's right. It was Trump. It's funny so way. we didn't know, you no. know. Right. And then and then of course it happened and then mm. the rest is history, I guess. So I guess I mean we have so much we could talk about. Uh, but really yeah. I have three questions for you, I suppose. Okay. One is uh so how's it been since uh since Trump? How's it been since okay. Biden? And how's your pandemic? Okay. All right. Pick him in any order you want. All right. I'll I'll do uh, since Trump first. Mm. Uh, If I had known the future, then I, I would have not believed it. You know, I, it it was not, it was (laughs) not something that I, I had had even considered um, in our last podcast over four years ago, that what would transpire. I mean, it's been Mm. quite the the adventure over here. It's um, been a it's been a roller coaster. I'm, I can only yeah. imagine from I mean, afar. Are you guys actually interested in it? Like, do you? Because we get the news updates like every you know day. Yeah. You know, we live here, but are people in Britain actually interested in the saga of the American presidency? At yeah, all? of course. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest. What basically happens is whenever you get those big touchstone moments, which is generally yeah. speaking like yeah. the election, uh, yeah. you know, then it is. Uh, you know, pretty much all to all coverage here. We have other news, you know, meanwhile, and yeah. finally, here's what's happening on this island, you know, yeah. thanks. Um, so subject to pandemics and things that, yeah, so certainly the US election, uh, whether it was the, the one that Trump won, then of course yeah. Biden, uh, yeah. and then of course you've got your storming of Capitol Hill. And yeah, that, that was, took that was over crazy. Um, that was absolutely crazy. But, yeah, and, you know, I mean, as you watched it, it's like, oh, that could happen. Mm, you know, it yeah. could happen. Because you could just kind of see it happening. And then I have friends, you know, I, I'm personally am independent. Okay. So That's I do. So, I do. Interesting. Uh, but I, I lean Democratic. Yeah. Or Democrat. So I did vote for Biden. I'm sorry. 
Sorry to announce That's this. That's quite all right. But it's interesting you yeah. say, because I don't think many, from what I gather, I mean, I'm completely uh, objective. You know, I'm not objective. What's the opposite of objective? Not subjective. But it seems that most Americans I see on the news or whatever, I suppose they pick the opinionated people, but most yeah. would say, I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, I'm independent. You know, I blow yeah. where the wind goes. I mean, because I could you know. vote for a reasonable Republican if the situation arose, you know, and I have occasionally. I would say like, you know, 10%. A floating what, voter. Yeah. I'm, I'm a floating voter. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But it did. I mean, you could see it happening. The the insurrection coming. I mean, he did lose. Right. Mm. I mean, he did lose the election from what I can tell, you yeah. know, if I actually read news outlets. But I have friends who, of course, don't believe it, mm. you know, and all the conspiracies. And I don't know. I still talk to them, but it's not. I'm not invest. I mean, it's all conspiracy. Yeah, in my in my opinion, you know, it's I mean, but you can it's see an alternate reality. Yeah, it's a completely alternate reality. It's it's uh, like with the benefit of hindsight, and this is why again we've been transfixed. Yeah, like I said, the, the Capitol Hill stuff, and then yeah. Trump refusing to leave, and then it's like a soap opera. You're tuning in each night, yeah. series linking the news, so you can watch the latest installment. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like a soap opera. Because with the benefit of hindsight. All of those scenes. Well, and then he got COVID himself, too. Well, I know. I mean, you couldn't plan these things. You couldn't write it. But the, the fact that early on uh, in his presidency, he's sowing those seeds about fake news. Yes. And at the time, it's, it was a joke. You know, it was like a sketch that you could see on TV. People are make, taking the mick out of it. But then yeah. you look back and go, oh, by planting the seeds then of fake news, everything's fake news. Oh, I'll only believe what I want to believe. And then he starts talking about, oh, well, I didn't really lose the election. Oh, by the way, the cure for COVID is bleach. I mean, all this nonsense stuff. And then he has all these people believe him and they storm the Capitol and people die, you know. Mm. And it's just like, oh, yeah, this is not my problem. I had nothing to do with it. And then a whole bunch of people believe that, you know, yeah. which is just um, kind of kind of absurd to me in general. Mm. Um, yeah, I my my opinion on it is my life is fine right okay okay no, no, nothing terrible is happening in my life and my immediate surroundings i live in california everyone seems to basically get along um where we do have occasionally like they show up on the news where some you know axie van anti-vax protest gets mm. violent you know mm. so we do see it but it's sort of like i wouldn't go to those anyway you know, yeah. and 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 be involved in that. I mean, I, I, I personally put on a mask. Um, I don't know why it sort of became like this manly thing not to wear a mask. Mm. Yeah. In, in general, like it's just, oh, I'm not going to do that. You know, it's it's I mean, I'm now vaccinated. My kids are not, mm. you know, and we took them to school finally we get to go back to school in california like we have not gone to school or done really anything for like a year and a half right for yeah kid. yeah finally take them back to school and they've been in one week and then the next week they get sick <laughs> oh really so is that yeah. where we are now not with covid okay but, but it's so covid world yeah. that you can't bring them in no, you know not. for another week and now finally they're back again this week right. thank goodness mm -hmm. you know but it's still happening and mm -hmm. And it would be nice if people were just nice to each other and did what they were supposed to do and not complain about it um, for, you know, until everyone gets vaccinated. And then it's what I don't care, you know, yeah. colds are colds. They're, they're, they're going to happen. 
At the minute, Although it was really nice for a year and a half not to get a single. I know goal. they're coming back now, aren't they? With a vengeance, yeah, they are. But, uh, you know, then you yeah, feel really got, rough because you, you you forget how bad colds can be. Suddenly, though, oh, I've not had one last year. Yeah, yeah it's mad. Yeah, what is this thing that's that's happening to me? So, yeah. as far as Trump, I guess Trump kind of ties into the pandemic too because it sort mm -hmm. of became. It was almost like how I saw it was Trump didn't want anything bad to happen and everything to be great. And the pandemic was just not going to be a good thing. Mm. So let's just ignore it, pretend it's not here and then convince everyone that it is a hoax or it's China's fault or whatever. I mean, it, maybe it's China's fault. It's not, but is it really China's fault if some random person accidentally in a lab, you know, got sick from something that we're doing and then all of a sudden it got out of the lab i mean it, it could have happened know. anywhere really yeah and and now you know regardless where it started it's now everywhere you know and it's like well, yeah. what what next what do we do with it now and how do we how do we and the what the, the the political slogan we hear a lot over here in the uk is uh oh we have to learn to live with it and yeah. and i i think great okay i'm with you so far but can you tell us what that means what does that look like you know it's it's easy Will to I say die by living with it yeah i mean it's like you know the people i feel that there was a guy on, on breakfast news here saying you know we've got to just learn to live with it we've got to just you know just get on learn to live with it and i think yeah but you are a multi-millionaire sitting in a desk next two meters away from your co-host where they're artificially shrinking the screen so they look like they're next to each other but they're not it's easy to say we just got to learn to live with it when you've still got all those things in place and you're getting a, a, a car to work each day, you know, with yeah. a driver. Um, yes. But for, for the, those of us who have jobs where, you know, work in factories or schools or hospitals, whatever. Or your stand-up comedy. Yeah, well, I mean, how do we live? What, what does that mean to live with? Yes, we're going to learn to live with it. But how do we look after each other as we do so? You know, um, so I'm still wearing masks to go into shops. Um, yes, good for you. But I know, I know, you know, I've got friends who aren't and um, who are double jabbed. They go, actually, I don't need to wear a mask now because I'm jabbed. You go, yeah, but actually, it's more about the other people you're protecting. You call it jabbed. Jabbed, yeah. <laughs> double jabbed. Double jabbed. Double jabbed. Oh, you've right. been double jabbed. Double jabbed. Double jabbed. I like that. Yeah, I, like we've, that. Um, I think we've just reached 90% of Britons now uh, has had a sing single dose. No, 90% has got the double. Got God bless both, you. Both. God bless both. Here, it's, it's what, 50%. Is it really? It's fifty percent. Yeah. yeah, people are, or maybe it's like fifty-five now. Okay, because the kids haven't been vaccinated yet, so then it'll get up to maybe sixty, I think. I think what we're now finding here is the cases are going up. So the numbers we see the graph in the news about is going up. But um, I know various local friends now, especially in the last week, who have just got it, who are double jabbed, but they still got it. They're still testing positive, and yeah. they're mm -hmm. feeling a bit run down. But the difference is they're not getting anywhere near a severe version of it as which is good. So I, mean, I think that is you know, living with it, right? I exactly. Mean, so I think that's it. We are going to get it again, but just if you get the jabs, you hopefully you know you you should get the mild version, and then you just get through it. But you still got to look after people, but stay home and all that stuff, so you don't go to spread it to people who, you know, might might uh, suffer worse. So I guess yeah. that's what it means. And then in time, it will become just like the common cold. It it'll yeah. become milder. It'll become uh, just another thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, Trump actually said at a rally. I got jabbed. You should do it. And people booed him. His own fans booed him. Mm, that's not the Trump we voted for. We, <laughs> even though when they voted for him, there was no pandemic. There was no, there was no this nothing. Wasn't, this wasn't on the manifesto or the agenda for anyone. You know. No, no nothing. Mm. Yeah. And, and in California, we had a, an election for um, governor. I think it was yesterday now. Um, and it was, 
you know, he won. Our governor, who was Democrat, he stayed in. But even before the results came in, it was we found voter fraud. You right. know, Ugh. are you ever are you ever going to believe that this is a yeah. this is a real election? Oh man! Oh dear! Three hundred million dollars mm. to you know to to shoot this down. Anyway, so all right. Again, my life is fine. My mm. life is fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, everything's good but i do um i'm a normally a very positive person i'm i'm usually pretty positive but it, it, reading this stuff watching this stuff as an american i do get kind of um beaten down depressed uh, i guess you know um because it's constant and it's also just kind of um you do wonder you can say, oh, they're crazy, or I'm crazy, or someone's, but it's really these clash of alternate realities that kind of, you you don't know what to believe anymore, as far as, you know, I, I, I even regular news, I'm starting to, like, doubt if it's real, because I, mm. I start, you know, because I, I get into my news feed, and then I, I accidentally click on some articles that are like, yeah. oh, maybe it's not so true, and then all of a sudden I start getting the fake news articles. Mm, you know? and, I, yeah. and I start reading those and, and then yeah. I, I don't know. And I have friends who also subscribe to the alternate reality that I, I sort of live in. So th they, you know, in this very election, I talked to someone yesterday and they were like, it's terrible. I'm going to leave California. I can't believe this, this, this guy lost, you know, mm. um, for governor. And so they're like, I'm leaving. I can't, you know, I'm buying a house in North Carolina. Okay, fine. Mm. You know? Yeah, go, yeah. Go, go <laughs> okay, big, bigger place, you know. And then when it doesn't work I mean, out there. This is another terrible thought too. So I have this other terrible thought. It's like, okay, so all of the Republicans, I can't even believe I have this thought, right? But they don't want to get vaccinated, so they're all dying, you know. Right. And and it's like that's one less voter. <sighs> oh man, it's brutal. <laughs> it's br it is. But the thing is, and actually, I mean, we often say this here in, in this house. We're looking at the news, and especially our our Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, and some of the, you know, they, they have all these restrictions over the year. Now it's like, eh, do what you want. You know, it's basically have yeah. responsibility yourself, but do what you want. Yeah. And we keep saying like, you know what this is? This is one big experiment. You know, this is, we are all part of this experiment. And yeah. there are people who think, oh yeah, well, my government are looking out for me. And in small ways, I'm sure they are. You know, we pay our taxes, you get healthcare, whatever it might be. But uh, the big but I think is that they really, they don't actually care, I don't think, that, you know, if one per extra person dies or whatever, I don't think the government are, we're, we're, we're a statistic, that's all it is, you know, and, yeah, and so. you look at the news and you see the people in hospital and they keep saying on the news that the people in hospital who are dying with this stuff, generally speaking, are those who are, are older, but maybe. not all. But not all, all. Not all, but many are the ones who, who just, who've got COVID and haven't been jabbed. And... Yeah. You know, especially the older ones. I mentioned that's because, like, you know, sorry, you just generally... keep saying jabbed. I mean, that's great. Sorry, but you know, yeah. but the young, yeah. generally speaking, you know, children, younger people uh, don't suffer as bad as the older people. It seems, but it's like, you know, we're all part of this giant experiment, really, because the government is sort of going, okay, well, just sort yourselves out. We've pushed it. We've done the adverts. We've told you what you need to do. If you don't listen to us, you know, mingle, go to nightclubs, spend money, go and boost the economy, catch it, maybe. But those, uh, you know, the, the anti-vax people. But, okay, so in, in America, there are, especially in the South, mm. all the hospitals are now overrun. 
Right. So it's actually happening. And so people who get heart attacks or whatever, you know, they're dying as well. Mm. Yeah, so of that's course. The main of course, issue, it's the knock-on. Right? It's awful. Yeah. You know, so that's the main issue. Like, mm. even when it first started, okay, yes, we can get it. You can be treated as best as possible. But the standard of care is starting to go down. Mm. And so people are still not um, listening to that message or even caring. Yeah. Know? And so, yeah. so that starts happening. So that's, I don't know. I feel bad, but the other thing is, I it's 20th anniversary of um, September 11th. I did the horrible thing, and I, I watched the the six part documentary on Hulu. Uh, do you guys have Hulu? Yeah, yeah uh, we uh, li- yes, we we sort of do. It's on the fringes. <laughs> right. I, so I, I don't have it. Depressed. Okay, so three thousand people that died, right? And, and you look on the news, and it's it's a day, you know, two thousand people or whatever. Even you know, sixteen hundred people a day are dying you know from this and it's only we had such a huge response to 9 11 which you know you can argue how we did it it may not have been the best or whatever just a reaction but even this now is happening and it's like okay well welcome to america it's my right to do whatever i want to do you you, i think you get you get i was gonna say immune is the wrong word but you get immune to the numbers in the end you know i remember the numbers are so big and just it's so ongoing it's relentless but i remember distinctly um at the very start of this pandemic uh one of the news readers on on the bbc um a guy called sean lay and uh he's pretty experienced he's not one of the main anchors but he's you know he's been doing it for decades and he was there saying it was the day before they'd had like one person had died from it three people had died with it and then when he was on i saw there was he said there were 10 people in the uk have now died uh, from COVID, this is right at the start. We could all see the tra- the trajectory it was going to go, and this was still the early days. He was pretty much the last news reader, I think, who announced them all by name. So he said, "We've just heard yeah. this person in this place, age this, has sadly died," and he went through it as a list. And you just knew, watching it live, that this would be the last of these lists because we knew the next day <laughs> it was going to be sixty people or whatever. Yeah. And but he did it with such dignity and respect but also deep down you could tell he knew that we'd have to stop doing this soon that this would have to be the last of these sort of respectful you know moments yeah. of dignity and i i actually i don't know it all by emailed him i just did first name dot last name at bbc.co.uk and just said well done i thought that was incredibly sensitively handled and he replied and forwarded it to the head of bbc news and said look we are making a difference i'm pleased that this <laughs> went down well and he was great i just think the dignity he gave it was fantastic because yes, after that yes. since then you can't yeah. list all thousand people it's hard people. to handle exponential, right? Yeah. Exponential growth. I don't think we're made to understand how that happens. And really, um, in America, there's 330 million people, you mm. know? So, you know, you, you can't encompass that sort of in your mind. How many people do you meet in your life, you know? Mm. I mean, maybe you meet, you know. I've met seven, just seven people. That's it. That's what I've met. Seven people. Yeah. Well, and everything's gotten so closed now. I guess it's opening back up, but I still am. am, Our kids are doing stuff, but Mm. we're still, even because we got sick, just a regular sick. So then everything closed down again. So, Mm. you know, we're still, it's because you can't just send your kid to school sick now. No, that's it. Yep. You know, things change. Stay home. Stay home. Exactly. So, yeah, my wife. When this happened, my wife lost her job. Right. And then we haven't, she's not planning on going back and finding anything at this so point. So what was she doing? What, what, is, what was Working her Working with kids who had autism. Okay. 
Right. So going to their homes and stuff and, mm. you know, yeah, so you gotta, that's in person sort of thing. Yeah. When you have to, it's not, you can't work from home doing that really in the same way, I guess. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not a Zoom thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's a changing time, isn't it? It's, uh, it is. Well, and it's still, it's yeah. going on such a long time, mm. you know, and I think people want it to open back up again. I mean, the pandemic's over as far as like government support, mostly. Mm here yeah they've just decided to stop it so um sort of fend for yourself mm. is, yeah it is what it is you know. yep yep i have i'd like to add something encouraging optimistic to that but i I, I i got nothing <laughs> it's uh the thing is well the thing is you know it is uh, an unsettling but time i mean normally i do like three i do three gigs a week normally right my normal standard thing would be in the normal time three gigs a week last year it was three gigs a year you know and two of those were in car parks um and then right now it's probably more like well actually right at the minute it's actually normal about one or two a week but that's just for the next sort of couple of weeks just happens to be quite busy um but then after that it's more like one gig every 10 days something like that and it's good building back but it's not enough uh to live on you know this doesn't yeah. it just means your salary is sort of hard you know so i'm trying to do more writing but the writing is slower because tv production is slower and that's i think takes twice as long to film um i start a university lecturing job next week doing congratulations half a day. thank you sir um see i'm very nervous because i've not done it before but it's oh, like half, we'll see how we go but it's, it's half a day a week and i was thinking you know my wife said just seize it go for it apply do the thing because you know it's an institution it's, uh, you know, I'm a freelancer at heart, but it's working for uh, a big institution that hopefully, the yeah, hopefully the institution of the university will will stay, you know, hopefully all the universities won't suddenly go, oh, that's it, we don't exist anymore. Um, well, because, they stopped taking students, but they're all going back to school, right? They've been jabbed. Yeah, and we can teach online and things like that. So there yeah. are options there. So yeah. it's just a case of trying on lots of different hats, trying on new things and uh, seeing what sticks, I guess. You know, but I don't, so I don't know in five years from now whether I'll be doing, you know, not, not hardly any stand-up or more teaching or more writing or more radio. Uh, in theory, radio I can do from home, but um, it's tricky, you know. So I don't know. It's... It's, and as a result, I'm trying like nine different jobs at the minute. I feel like um, yeah. we had this TV, we had this cartoon when I was a kid on TV called Mr. Ben. Oh, I need a, to buy the, the Planet Protectors book. I mean, oh, yes, you can. Uh, yeah. I, I, if I had one here, I could feed it through the screen. Thank you. No, um, I can do it on Amazon, right? You could do, yeah, you probably can. You probably can. I should know that. You definitely, it's on Amazon over here. I presume it's on Amazon in America. I don't know whether they print on demand or what, but... Uh, yeah. Cuz it's for it's for kids like my kids are 6 and 9. That's perfect. Yeah, well I think it's it's meant to be like 7 to 11 year olds or something like that. Um right, but uh, but yeah, it's 52 ways to save the world and uh it is it's it's at, it is by a Christian publisher. We've deliberately tried to make sure that it's as broad as possible. Um okay. so just lots of ideas about things you can do in your school, in your uh, home, in your um, in your garden, in, out for walks, um, that sort of thing. And I'm still learning myself. I don't really know how to look after the planet as well as the person I wrote the book with, but I'm trying. I'm trying to get better. There it is. 52 ways to look after God's world. That's the one. That's the one. All right. Yeah. I mean, I am Jewish, but it's okay. 
Well, it's okay. Well, it's, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're Jewish, it's still God's world. We're just living in it, you know, but, uh, yeah. um, but no, it's whether or not you believe in that God, it doesn't really actually change how we look after the world, I suppose. Um, so that's the way you know, what I do. Amazon, Cause we have an Amazon business as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, we do. We sell a diaper bag backpack. Oh yeah. Okay. In America. Sorry. So you traditionally American Dave have oodles of wisdom yes. um, for every occasion. But I don't know, is this, do we have wisdom yet in all this? Or are we still working out? Well, we no, look back in that hindsight. That was my thing, right? Because I was thinking about it and, okay, yes. I mean, there is wisdom in that really all of the news, right? How much does it actually affect your life? And I do believe it's very, very little in the end. Um the pandemic, of course, has created these constraints and issues, but everyone in my family has not gotten sick. Everyone has been fine. Um, their, you know, jobs have definitely shifted. So my work day to day um, is different. But a lot of stuff can now be done online. I do think it's a shift in life lifestyle. I do enjoy talking to you on Zoom. I mean, who, who would have thought? Yeah, this would um, ever be a possibility. Well, I think back to the technology last technology has sort of um, been a crutch, but it's also yeah. uh, been something that I think has uh, helped us get through all of this. Well, when we last spoke on that for a podcast um, five years ago, whenever it was, maybe longer, eight years ago, probably if it was the Trump thing, I don't six, I don't know. But it was five. Five was it? Okay, five years ago. Um, we didn't have Zoom. Didn't exist. Uh, Zoom yeah. was an ice lolly in this country, anyway, and. Um, we uh, we spoke on I think it was Skype, but I didn't really know how to record. It was it was an issue. I think we did. It FaceTime. was tricky. It was FaceTime. That's right. But I couldn't work out how to record your voice and mine at the same time. It just wasn't feasible. But yeah. um, here we are, a few years later. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the right time for pandemic. You could argue. If it was fifteen years ago, it would be dial up. It'd be <laughs> terrible. Been... I mean, but these things happen, right? So I mean, we haven't had a real pandemic for a hundred years. Yeah. But it's not like the. At least it's not the Black Plague. You know, where, where, how many, you know, if you got it, you had a 60% chance of dying. Yeah. You yeah. know, so imagine going through that. Yeah, true. Um, and so we've actually have the resources and the ability to, if you want to protect yourself mm. and the vaccines are pretty amazing. I mean, if they do, they do work, it's an amazing technology Yeah, yeah. Um, to actually be able to go and uh, know what DNA, you know, um, Mm. almost give instructions to our body like here's yeah. here's what it's going to look like you know and to say here it is and this is the exact replica i mean i assume if this thing changes or shifts they just change the you know the dna the the vaccine itself and just rewrite the program of what the vaccine look out for this now yeah you know? yeah <laughs> yeah i guess so I, I, I mean i take heart in the fact that you know yeah it's a very troubling time yes we've got great technology and great science that can help us but you think back, even t let's say it would happen 10 years ago, we wouldn't have got things, you know, the vaccines done as quickly, the technology we've got like this. So flash forward another five years or 10 years or three years, and who knows what other medical leaps would have made or scientific yes. leaps. So, you know, right by then we could be able to remote control program, you know, from home, yes. like, oh, my DNA needs to be changed because of yes. the thing. There you go, done. Yes. Um, I don't know. But we can't predict in five, 10 years from now. I think socially... Politically, I don't have a lot of optimism for the next five to ten years. Yeah, no, I agree. I, 
Um, I, I think one of the main issues is with all these advances in technology, even automation, right? Many of people are, you know, all of a sudden you don't need to do this job and many jobs are being done remotely or even not at all. They're being done mm -hmm. by computers. We as a society are not taking advantage of the fact that we need to, we can work less, you know? Mm -hmm. We don't actually need to be doing a lot of the things that, you know, have to happen to survive. And so why are all of the people who are creating these things of automation and remote work, why are they getting all the money? And then the people who um, can't work, there's no mm -hmm. structure for them to be able to appreciate the benefits. We should all be working less. We should be working 25 hours a week, you know, if that and sharing that, that wealth of the fact that we, to survive, don't need as much as we did 20 years ago. Mm. But, but the structures that are set in place are all based on ideas, you know, that are in the 50s and 60s yeah. of how you should be working and how you should be getting money and, and all of that, you know. So yeah. there are individuals who are completely destitute because they don't have access to the benefits of how we currently live. And I guess also with that, then you're quite right. I think, and then the money just rises to the top because you own the company that develops yeah. the thing that helps everything be automated. Yeah. Then, then yeah, if you own that company, you sell the company, whatever. It's well done you, payday. But yeah. the rest of us who've actually done good. the work to get to that point, yeah. Not saying I've done into that work, but people who do, you know, that's it. They they just yeah, good block for in, them, block out. you know. Yeah. And then, the, but they get the benefit, but it doesn't really benefit the people who it's supposed to benefit, in a mm. sense, because people are still struggling, you know, working way too much for things that, you know, I don't know. That's my opinion. It's just an opinion. Yeah. Just an opinion. Well. On which then, so like over here, like food prices are, are just going up quite a bit yes. now, partly because of the pandemic and partly because of our beloved thing called uh, Brexit. So as an outsider looking in, what's your view of Brexit? Brexit. Think, uh, I, okay, so I'm sorry you have to experience Brexit. Um, you know, it, it's... Uh, uh, I mean, I, I get a limited view, but it also seems to be like a sort of um uh, tr trumpian I ideology i guess is it trumpian is it what, what what do you call it there it's 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 more us them right? yeah it, so it, it feels like the, us, them yeah it feels us, like the pre-trump trump kind of thing it was it's it's yeah. faragean if anything this nigel farage who yeah. you know was a cheerleader yeah. for trump before you he are did. not britain is an island okay mm. you are a great island um you know, that, that is cut off from the rest of the world and are self-sufficient and need no other assistance on any matters, you know. That's 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 the <laughs> hope for many people. In, not even the lorry drivers from France. Right? <laughs> I know, they who bring us our food, exactly. They, they, uh, yeah, they, they can't even get into the country to yeah. deliver your food, right? Is yeah. that basically the issue? They can't get a visa to be able to d bring the food in? Well, there's a bit of, there's all, I mean, there's so many factors going on. We, I mean, we've got a shortage right now of a blood, blood vials. You can't get blood tests at your local doctors because they haven't got anything to put it in um, because they're all in Europe. Uh, we've got, a, a, I think one of the main facts, yeah, there's the lorry thing, the fact that everything's being delayed there so people can't bring the stuff in. We're told not to expect as many exotic foods for the next season. You know, expect liver and bacon and classic English foodstuffs that we've all hated for years. 
Um, Didn't and, this happen in the 1950s where they, you guys had to, you know, yeah, survive? It's grow, it's grow your own veg again. I think it's it's like the war spirit, yeah. you know. But you get do yeah. get many people saying, oh, well, it was good enough for my grandparents. You go, well, yeah, but we also had, you know, rickets and lots of other illnesses <laughs> that came out of the war. You know, it's, it's, we're a more global world now. And, you you know, you, you do you like Thai food? Yeah, I love Thai food. Okay, do you like Spanish food? Yeah, I love Spanish food. Well, don't you're not going to get it anymore. So, you know, say goodbye. To, I mean, you will. There's always flavoring. But I think the main, the, the, uh, seemingly the main factor is people that we used to rely on, especially people from Eastern Europe, to come here and work in our, especially our care homes, in farmers' fields and things like that. And so we have now crops in fields that are not being gathered because no Brits want to do the gathering. And the Eastern yeah. European people who normally come over for seasonal work, they come over and then go back to Eastern Europe. They're in Eastern Europe and they can't come over here because they can't get work permits and they don't want to come. So yeah. instead we haven't, you know, there are at my local supermarket, there's no milk currently. Um, and we love our milk in this country. We are oh, no. people from Eastern Asia think that Brits smell of milk. Lisa, why is this happening? We live in this amazingly. Uh, well, I I feel for you guys. Uh, in in America, yes, we have the similar issue. It's not as bad because we have so, so many people. But yeah, I mean the the fight against immigration is. We're, I think everyone should have a right to exist wherever they are. Okay, sure. you have a right if, if you're here and in, in you know America, right, or you're there in Britain, you, you're there, you know, you don't have to be kicked out, you don't have to live under the fear of threat of having your livelihood taken away, you know, because of your um, sort of made up status of nationhood. Mm. Um, yeah, which is just sort of a creation of the mind anyway. Yeah, you know, um, yes, if if so a job is needed to be done anyone who wants to do that job should have a right to do it wherever the person who was hiring them would have them do it and if they you know then you, if they do it well great they get to keep the job if they do it bad you know then they look for another i think that's fair okay you know? D devil's advocate then what what if yeah, too right. many people what if everyone goes you know what i want to be uh on this beautiful tropical island but there are too many people who want to do that then because the island is too small for the number of people who want to live in this tropical paradise. I mean, but there's got to be jobs there, right? So if they're, if they don't have a job, they won't, you know, then they, then they would just leave. I would think. That's true. Yeah. There isn't, I think, well, maybe that's it. Cause like Britain, Britain is not a tropical paradise. We are not that island. You know, we are not the Bahamas. I would like to live in Britain, though. I would well, be you, willing. You to have, live. I mean, even 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 then, I'm not. You know. Well, what we've not mentioned is that that you have lived in Britain because that's how we got to know each other. Because we're yeah, in university right. together. Yes. We I lived in... for one year. One year of my life. Was it a what, few was... visits after? Yeah. But yes. When it was, I mean, yeah, you were here for a degree's worth, weren't you? For three or four I was, yeah. years at least. One year. Yeah, one year. Nottingham. Nottingham. It wasn't one year, was it? I did. It was one year. Yeah. You were there for longer than that. No, it was one year. And then I came and visited a few times. Uh, okay. A month here and a month it. there. So um, I did come. I, I remember distinctly you stayed with me down here in Surrey and uh, you wanted to see a castle. And yes. I took you to Guildford Castle, which is yes, near, near cool. where I am right now. And yeah. you look at it going like, no, I wanted to see a castle. This is like a shed or a shack or what, <laughs> what is this place? And we had to, and yeah. It's the, not, one it's not, that, the one that fit the bill of like an actual castle was like the Warwick Castle. 
Well, and, yeah. well, Windsor Castle. We took you to Windsor Castle. That was yeah, pretty, Windsor. But I haven't we, been to Windsor. I, like, I took you to Windsor Castle. I took you there. Oh, really? But it, I thought it was <laughs> yeah. all fenced off. Well, maybe it was. We could see it from the distance, I'm sure. But it's then yeah. it becomes like Monty Python, Holy Grail, where you go, there, look, Camelot. You go, it's only yeah. a model. You know, it was like the model of Windsor Castle is what yeah. we saw. I mean, I went to the, the one in Warwick. It had like a moat, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went to the moat. that You got to visit the prison cells, mm. you know, that they had. It was like a real, you know, then they had the dining room, yeah. you know. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. It looked good. It looked good. It was like that. That was my vision of what a a cast. That's what you want. (laughs) Yeah. So one golden year of American Dave in Britain, and then uh... and then it was. I mean, I would love to come back, you know, Mm. but I do have a life here too. So you do, of course. Well, then I saw you. I came to see you in San Diego because I did a a road trip from coast. It was coast to coast to coast. It was east coast to south coast to west coast. Um, yes. of, of the US and we saw you in San Diego and you uh, yeah. showed us the beautiful beautiful and it's great yeah, yeah it's great yeah there's some, some great things I think I'm going to go surfing this this in a day or two so I remember that beach because that was the beach your beach was the one uh, where we, we, we got a, a bottle like a plastic bottle Evian bottle whatever um, and we put sand in it and seawater from the east coast and we yeah. brought it with us on the road trip to <laughs> To release it back into the wilds of the West Coast. So it was yes. on your beach that yes. we, in theory, have damaged an entire ecosystem by destroyed. infecting. Destroyed. I don't know the, how many. The Pacific. Many we brought the Atlantic to the Pacific. Life. Yeah. Because, oh, you know what else we haven't mentioned? Global warming. Oh. Yeah, we haven't. I mean, that's because uh... <laughs> we we've not brought we've not brought the listeners down enough with all are the you, are, you, are, you, are you ready? <laughs> I mean, so again, I got to stop watching the news. You know. But yeah. we have crazy wildfires out here. It's been mad, hasn't it? It's yeah, been mad. crazy wildfires just filling smoke, you know, mm. um, everywhere. So, yeah, that is yeah. that is something that, uh, and it's been been hot as well. Do, do Do you have any hope or wisdom on global warming, or is it all just another <laughs> thing we can file under bleakness <laughs> no. we currently cope with? I. I mean, it all is going to work out, right? I mean, in, in one way or another, it's all going to work out. I do have to have that sort of spiritual yeah. faith, yeah. you know. Otherwise, you do get lost in, in the news and, and the mind. Um, and my kids don't seem to notice anything. No, so, they just don't really, yeah, just get along. Yeah, mm. they, they get along. How old are your kids again? Uh, eight and ten, yeah. Eight and ten. And they've been yeah. amazing. We did the homeschool thing, which was mad. Yeah. But they just... You know, I remember distinctly saying to my wife, like, how are we going to tell the kids that they don't go to school tomorrow and they home now is this, we have school in the kitchen. And we yeah. just told them and they're like, yeah, okay. And I, I think yeah. I could have told them like, oh, by the way, we're going to go and live in the zoo now. And they go, okay, great. That's <laughs> fine. They're just very adaptable. And amazingly so. We've been struggling, but they've been fine. You know? Yeah, they've been, they've been totally fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's similar here, you know, because they're, what are they, uh, six and nine. So when it started, the the youngest one had never been to school anyway. So she was just like, "Well, I'm still I've been home this whole time anyway. So here here I am at home in front of a computer, you know, yep. w- with the teacher who was still learning the mm. the technical side of teaching." Yeah. <laughs> um, so oh, that man. you know th- that's that's been interesting in the sense of yeah. And now she's got her first week and she loves school. Mm. I think school is just the best thing ever. Yeah. 
you know. That's great. Uh, that's great. Well, that's like in person. That's so yeah, hopefully we can keep it, you know, until the next pandemic comes along. Well, look, I think this is, I've not I've not mentioned this on this podcast or I think on any of my various, you know, <laughs> attempts to do Facebook lives, YouTube lives, whatever. But there's a real moment for me that at the very start of the pandemic was it's one of the it's one of the saddest times of, I've ever experienced. But um, and basically what it, what it was, there was like one day I don't know what about yourself, but was one day where, you know, for the week before you could tell that it was going downhill fast. And you, we all yeah. knew that, like big stuff's happening in the next week. We just didn't know what or how it looked like. Yeah, yeah, and people were taking the kids out of school. Most weren't, but one or two were. And we were just, and it was like down to personal choice at that point. You know, schools were still yeah. open. Um, I was saying to Zoe, my wife and I, we were like deciding, like we've had enough. We are, we are like, we want to do what the right, we are taking our kids out of school tomorrow. We're just going to phone the school. And I think at that point, no one else in my kids' classes had done that yet. So yeah, yeah. we were like, okay, we are making that call. And, they're staying home tomorrow. Um, and not only that, we are staying home for as long as we can fill this bunker full of food, you know, whatever. And we don't want yeah. to stop part and go crazy. But so we just went mad for a day. Um, and I went to the pet shop. I got the pet food. Um, I, th- I said, to them, you know, because we knew we could get home deliveries from the supermarket and stuff like that. But like my wife said, like, oh, I need baking paper and cling film and like stuff that you can't yeah. really, you know, from that particular shop in Guildford. It's like, right, I'm going to go there and get it went to the bank, paid some checks, all those jobs that you put off. I had yeah. to do, you know, you do them all in one day, everything we yeah. might possibly need. Get the kids from school. And we, you know, I was a wreck. I was like nervous, fragile. But at this point, my wife, I think maybe was starting to get a bit ill because she had COVID herself. Um, so we were struggling through that stuff. My kids, I mean, no, actually, I came a little bit later. So she wasn't at that time. But I went, I was waiting outside my son's school. It was a, uh, quite a bright, warm day. And... And I could hear as so I was parked outside waiting and I'd been shopping. So my hands were supermarkety, you know, and I'd not had a chance to wash them. And at that point, we didn't know what, you know, if, if hand gels enough or whatever. And I could hear through the open windows of the school, the choir um, singing. And I could hear a band in a different room practicing this orchestra, the school orchestra. And I knew that the next day my kids wouldn't be in that school. And I knew that probably within two to three days, the entire school would close. Yeah. And I, I just bawled my eyes out at the sound of, of uh, I will be honest, pretty terrible music <laughs> coming from the school. It wasn't good, but you just knew that this is the last time this band are going to play together. This is the last time this choir are going to sing together. And in many cases it was because then half that year group then left and left, left the school at the end yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I was an emotional wreck. I was in the car listening to that music going, that's it. From tomorrow onwards, we are isolated at home for who knows how long, months it turned out. Yeah. And of course, we got through it and we had a you know, very sad week and all that. But and then the real thing for me was the real thing that I will never forget was that I was crying my eyes out and I thought, I need a tissue. I can't grab a tissue. I can't touch my eyes because I've got supermarkety hands. And <laughs> it was that thing of like, I'm not only everything can make you sick. Yeah, I'm pulling my eyes out and I can't even make my face look better. I had to turn up to pick up the kids up going, yes, I, I, it's just hay fever. It's just an allergy. Um, when actually I was, you know, a bit of a, bit of a state and I, I, we had like a week, all my work vanished that week. You know, every email and phone call was a cancellation. And so I had about two weeks of, of, of kind of depression and rock bottom stuff 
not rock bottom because I wasn't rock bottom. But I mean, are you getting any assistance from the government? Yeah. Like, so, but then that's the thing. Within a fortnight or so, we got yeah. we we realized that there will be some support along the way, and there has been, which is now just stopped actually. But you know, it's cost the, the country a fortune, and yeah. I'm yeah. I'm much more optimistic now. But I mean, even then, I'm still pessimistic. But uh, <laughs> realistic, let's say. But at the time, I just didn't know what the future would hold, and I couldn't work a way through it. But just the sound of that orchestra in the choir—that that's what got me. Oh man! But yeah. now to hear them doing it again, they are playing together now. They're back. I mean, they're yeah. back. They're singing. They're playing, and it's it's and I and I appreciate it. I don't take it take it for granted anymore. I hear the bad singing and the bad playing. Go yes, keep practicing. <laughs> Even though it's still bad. Keep practicing. Come on, it's a beautiful. Even thing. though it's still bad, yeah. I mean, yeah. For me, so you know, we 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 had this uh, diaper bag business and stuff. But I was doing pizza delivery, right? So that that was kind of my my part time gig, which then became my full time gig. Mm. Um, and everything at work just sort of went crazy for a while, you know, because everyone was ordering. Yeah, because no. Of course, you <laughs> can't then, go out. And the roads so. were empty, which was amazing. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, there yeah. was no rush hour. There was no, yeah. you know, and so. But I was, you know, madly delivering pizzas. Yeah. In a mask. I know a few. I've got a friend of mine who's a West End singer, you know, like our Broadway, you know. Uh, he's, he's lead roles in West End musicals. Couldn't couldn't perform, of course. So he was, yeah. I think, for a while working for four different pizza delivery places just mm-hmm. to get enough work to go through it. And at our doorsteps, sort of going, do you want a song with it? You know, and uh, <laughs> break into Maria, you know, whatever it might be. Margarita. Um, and it's, you know, it's you do what you do, don't you, to get by. And yeah, yeah. Crazy days. Crazy days. We do. Um, well, I'm glad you're doing well. You know. Well, likewise, it's good to see you. It's uh, you know, it, it was it's twenty. Yeah, I mean, you're always welcome years. to come visit, and and I I want to go. Mm. You know, I mean, I do feel kind of uh, stuck because of the kids. Yeah. As far as like travel and you know, I, are we even allowed now to to, to visit? I got no um, idea. Um, we I don't know. We 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 had an overseas holiday planned for last year. We. Which we didn't do, or this year, maybe next year, uh, if we fill up to a flight, we might take that holiday that we we're going to across Europe. But I don't know. We haven't left the country. We don't plan on leaving the country for at least another, well, maybe a year. I don't know. Maybe next summer. Yeah. But I don't know. There were. I know people who are overseas now, and uh, but then it's like, will you get back? Okay, because if the, if they have quarantines and they do, yeah, I don't know. And also, I mean, I, in I America, of, they don't. I mean, people can kind of do whatever they want. I also um, want to be able to go overseas and get some sun, but I want to be able to relax by a pool and not have to worry. You know, holiday's meant to be a worry-free zone. And I yes. kind of feel wherever I go in the world right now, I'm just going to probably worry about, can yeah. I get home okay? You know, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, once you get your kids, I feel like once I get my kids vaccinated, then it, mm. it doesn't matter if we get sick. You know, right. I don't want to get sick. I'm still yeah. going to wash my hands. And mm. um, I was never big on hygiene before, but now I definitely <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what my, my wife my wife, saying, yeah. Yeah, exactly. my wife who is currently at a choir right now bless her she's, she's singing right now uh, in the hall over the way there um she's always been really super hygienic and really sort of like you know keen on that straight away as soon as we come in the house wherever you've been you wash your hands uh yeah. all that sort of thing um doesn't like shaking hands with people and stuff like that because it's like where that hand been um doesn't you know see someone approach you to shake hands or go for a hug when they just blow their nose and she's like why would i want to go near you all that sort of thing She's always been like that. And now yeah. finally she's smugly walking around going, you see, the world has <laughs> finally caught up with me. 
and uh you know yeah fair enough <laughs> so, so, yeah. so it's good i mean you know now we're doing it quite often i i yeah. I, I think i'm going to keep wearing a mask just me personally right um, we went to soccer practice oh my god we did soccer you know yeah. i've heard of soccer in soccer it's brave but we're the only people wearing masks right we have our little girl wearing a mask yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. It's so, it's really you. You know, when I've been into shops, where I'm the only one wearing a mask. I wonder for how long will I uh, not succumb to peer pressure and and think well, I'm the only one wearing it, so I won't I won't bother. You know, because it's quite easy to go actually. You know, why am I going to be the only one? I'll stand out if I wear a mask. Maybe I won't. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I I would hope. I personally, if you want to wear a mask, I think that's great. You know, I would I would think I would I just do it in general, for myself. Just because I don't want to get sick, you know, yep. I just don't, don't like being to get sick. sick. Yeah, it protects others yeah. as well. So, mm. Yeah, yeah, get others sick. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I don't think it's that that big of a deal. Wash my hands. Yep, that's it. Um, I do need to. I, I only have the cheap medical, mm. you know, grade mask. I might. I've never. I never got into like the, you know, mm. what are the the fabrics. You know. The, oh yeah. Beautiful masks. Yes, those crazy ones. Statements, you know. I'll send you one. Oh my God, we had Black Lives Matter too. That was that was. Of course, yeah. Our little town, our little town of La Mesa, California. They burned down half. They burned down buildings. (laughs) The bank was burned. You've had a time of it. You have had quite a time of it. (laughs) Or in the middle of the pandemic too. It's like don't do anything. Don't rock the boat. (laughs) We have a a, a night of rioting. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was crazy. Look, we're gonna we'll have to speak again on a future okay. a, a podcast thing, um, partly because I have to wind up now, sadly. But also, yeah. we need to speak again when there's good news because this has Please. been a glut Please. of this has been a whole waterfall. Well, is there of ever news. good news though? I mean, I feel like news is sort of generates on the bad, you're right? You know, you're but right. I do think that we have a number of societal shifts right now. Uh, one of the things I read was that. You know, we're we're getting all of this right now, so we have contrast for what we do not want. Right. You know, so hopefully we can choose to do the things that we, yeah. you know, that we pull through. And there is there is a lot of hope in all this too, because we yeah. we do have, uh, you know, the pandemic is winding down. We have all these things. So. Well, it makes you appreciate what matters and community and, like I said, the singing, the music and, and other freedoms yeah. that we've been able to enjoy. Uh, I'm, I'm not taking it for granted. I'm appreciating it, I, I, yeah. I hope. Um, yes. Yeah. I think, it's and we have escape into fiction, so I think, for the, uh, for the good news, for the happy story sometimes, because the, um, well, you mentioned soccer. I don't know if you've seen this Ted Lasso we've been watching. Have you seen? Yes, it? we've been. I've been enjoying Ted Lasso. I'm a, uh, I'm a few. I don't have Apple TV, so we're getting it um, a, like a few weeks later. Okay, so we've yeah. Only watched episode four. Okay, yeah. We're we're just onto season. Which they didn't really need the 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 Christmas episode. I have to say. <sighs> didn't need it. Didn't need it. <laughs> I love Christmas, but still didn't need it. But um, yeah. but no, I, I as. Uh, we, I watched it going, I don't really like football, but actually very quickly you just fall for the guy and fall for the um, oh, yeah. the attitude. It's, um, yeah, so Ted Lasso, Schitt's Creek. Um, and oh, Schitt's Creek is a great show. Just yeah. good news stuff. Good, good yeah. feel good, good feel stuff. good fiction. That's what we yes. have been, you know, in need of right now. Yeah. It'll get hey, us through. I wish, I wish you luck too on all your, you know, the stuff you're working on. Um, hopefully you can get more gigs hope so um, we'll see what happens we'll see what happens yeah. although it's made me think i don't really want to be driving across the country anymore to you know 
Aberdeen yeah. and back for um that said tomorrow I'm literally leaving here to drive to Yorkshire, which is four and a bit hours, and then four and a half bit hours home because gotta oh, be home for Saturday gig? morning. Is that your teaching gig? It's four no, this is a gig. This is just a, a stand-up gig tomorrow night. But um okay. uh so tomorrow will be about nine hours of driving. Do you wear a mask when you do the gig? I think it's on the way to the gig, just me in the car, no. Um uh, normally it depends on the gig, but normally I would wear the mask walking in and then walking to where I'm going to like the green room, the sitting down, whatever, yeah. and then probably masks off depending on who else is there and how big the room is. And then late, I used to walk on stage with the mask and take it off the microphone. Now I've started just walking on without the mask on. Um, yeah. uh, and, and the audience, generally speaking, many are wearing masks to walk in, but once in their seats, they're. I mean, it's nice on. that you guys are 90% jabbed. Yeah, you know. jabbed. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's not going on here, so that's the the issue that. Well, it's something, and yet still, you know, cases are going up. But like I said, those people who are getting it are, I think, suffering a lot less. So yes, uh, that's, that's, I guess, what we're after. So, so do you, are you doing pa- uh, jokes about the pandemic? Are, are you I've got that? a few, but I've, I've not got loads. I've got stuff about a bit about homeschool. I've got some stuff I do about the jokes that no longer work. Things like, uh, oh yeah. You know, I would like my, to hear one. One of your 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 the, the best jokes. You've well, got. the jokes. I don't know. I don't know how many of these jokes. They're, they're standard, you know, jokes that I think of as standard jokes. But I don't know if they translate to America. So things like an Englishman, an Irishman, and a Scotsman. That used to be a familiar joke pattern. But you, you know, <laughs> I don't know the difference. But it would normally be like an Englishman. He's like, I bet you don't. <laughs> It'd be like you must have like an American, a Canadian, and a Russian. I don't know. Walk sure, into a bar, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Englishmen, Irishmen, Scotsmen would normally walk into a bar, but they don't because they can't leave their own countries, let alone their own houses, and the bars are all closed, you know. So um, <laughs> it's like you kind of need to rewrite all jokes now because they, you know, <laughs> my wife's gone to the West Indies. How she can't fly? <laughs> all the flights are grounded. You know, it's uh, knock knock. Who's there? There's no one there because I've left your delivery on the bin lid and I've run down the street so I don't go near your infected house. You know, so it's. Even your standard funny. classics. Those are good. Play. Those are good. I like That's it. Where I we like stand. it. That's funny. Anyway, it's All right. been Always a joy a to speak to you, American Dave. Yeah. Okay, um, we must do it again. You know. So are you doing a podcast then where you've got like, um, you know, the six people and they, and they, you know, what, what, what are you doing? Well, basically? good question. Good question. So I did that. It was called the Heptagon Club. So it was seven yeah, guests. Yeah, which was good. I, I, I subscribed. You did? Well, thank you for that. And, but it was an editing nightmare because I had to weave in those seven different stories. So um, I, on the same podcast channel, I just renamed the podcast channel to A Paul Carenza Podcast. So you can still hear okay. those episodes way back. Then I did a bit called Comedians with Books when I was interviewing different comedians who've got books uh, for a limited run. And now it's just called it's called, I mean, this little sub podcast, I suppose, is called Catching Up. And it's just catching up with old friends, really, and seeing how they are, oh. mostly thanks to Zoom and things. Checking okay. in post pandemic or mid pandemic or wherever we are and okay. um, catching so up on a podcast. You can find it on the um, just general podcast. Yeah, if you look on a Paul Carenza podcast, you will find this. And okay. this has been Catching Up with American Dave. Oh, thank you. It was, it was a pleasure, everybody. So that was American Dave. What a lovely chap. He's a great egg. 
a marvellous individual. Love to him and his family from my place in Guildford to his in San Diego. The world is shrinking, isn't it? Thanks to all this technology and things, we can have a nice little video call from one part of the world to the other. It's a marvellous thing. Thank you for joining us here on Catching Up with American Dave on this occasion. This is a Paul Carenza podcast and do browse the back episodes as well. You can find the Heptagon Club, Comedians with Books and various Catching Ups. And don't forget, I also have the British Broadcasting Century podcast where you can currently find out all about New Year's Eve 1922. That was our latest episode there that tells you all about everything going on for the first BBC New Year's Eve. Anyway... Next time on a Paul Carenza podcast, catching up with James Carey, comedy writer extraordinaire, and plenty more besides. This has been Paul Carenza. You have been you. Take care. Paul